We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Live from downtown San Francisco, this is 95.7 The Game. Friday at long last. Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles, with you. We've got a lot to talk about today. Alan, I hope you'll forgive me, but I have to start with this. I don't know if I can do the show with you today. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you're a big, oh, let's trade Bosa for Lamar Jackson guy. Why are you going to put I, my business out on the streets like that? It's our business, and I know it's eventually where we'd be going, and the more we talk about it, it was a hot topic before we came on the air. We got a big trade to talk about in the Warriors. And just as I tried to figure out how do I, you know, deal with that? How do we discuss that? And I, I I'll do my best, but I don't know if I can do the show with you. Context is Lamar everything. Jackson. Context is everything. Bosa. And that is what you are leaving out. There were a lot of there was a lot of context in that conversation. Wow. But yeah, you know what? It, I would have to I would I would pick up the phone. That's it. All I said was I would pick up the phone. I would pick up the phone. I'll give you this. Now it is okay. You said some things off the air, and here I brought it on the air. <laughs> so maybe that's not fair yeah. entirely. I thought I this thought you'd be ambush. okay with that, but I understand. I didn't mean to ambush you, but you did say more than oh, I pick up. The I phone. did a little. You bit. did say more than that. It's somewhere in the, the middle. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. I would pick up the phone and I would listen for a good five okay. ten minutes. Fair enough. If everything yeah. made sense, nothing is off the table in this world, Whitey. So. That, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You're a little bit too far to one side. <laughs> I'm probably a little bit too far on the other. That belongs nowhere near the table. But it'll probably come up at some point because I know for two days now, uh, I had the good fortune of being with you on Wednesday. You wanted to talk about Lamar Jackson Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably get to that today on top of everything else with the Warriors. They're not playing real well right now, Alan. I don't know how closely you're following that. Yeah. Oh, it's not great. No. It's not great at all. And look. You've already ambushed me with this, so I and it, so the the fans and the listeners. I'm just being honest well, they're, with you. They're probably not already thrilled, so I'm going to keep it going right now. Draymond Green and that press conference, and I and I said it before, Whitey, and I'll say it again. Last night was not the day, or last night was not the evening to talk about who has and who doesn't have a championship. Not in my opinion. I get it. You have what's going on with Dylan Brooks, and we love the rivalry, but you just got smacked. You got embarrassed after you went on your pod and you did a lot of talking about Dylan Brooks. Now, I know people, well, he didn't even play well. Dylan Brooks didn't do this, didn't do that. I don't care. You lost. You lost. You had to empty the bench. You didn't even get to finish the game. So, I love, I was at every parade. I loved every parade. All four of them. I love them. But in this specific situation, I don't want to hear it. We're living in the here and now and right now, you're not a good team. So, Draymond Green got asked a question. I'm, I know you're about to play the sound. So, I I just didn't love it. You have to, like, one team has to win and then another team has to win. Like, that's what creates a rivalry. Not because one team gets up for you and talk like they can beat you and then not. That doesn't create a rivalry. Rivalries are created by you win, I win. And clearly, we won four times, and I think their organization has zero championships. So I can't consider that a rivalry. It's just like so many other things with the Warriors right now. It's like, yeah, nope, that doesn't quite fit. Right after they kicked your ass last night, yeah. I think Draymond, the best thing to say last night would have been nothing. Just say you, yes. shut your mouth. Yes, and we'll okay, and you know. 
Be determined to prove what you think and how you feel about it next time you play them. But last night, after the way the Warriors played and the way Memphis kicked their asses, even without Ja, for you to come out and say that, it's just like, ugh. It just it was embarrassing. So we talked about, or Draymond talked about how the only thing more embarrassing would have been if he just said, you know, I think I'd trade Bosa for Lamar Jackson. Okay, enough now. Can we can we get through the Warriors segment first? Yes, we got I'm time sorry. for that. Yeah, we got time for that. Yeah. So Draymond talked about how he's not somebody that can, that can get baited. I get a tech when I want a tech, which I don't know is completely true. No, but he's think, all, yeah, he's right. just saying Dylan Brooks doesn't have that self control when Dylan Brooks and. And Draymond were going back at it. But I also think that that question right there from the reporter, Whitey, I think that was also, I think that was also bait. And Draymond took that bait. I think I would have licked my wounds and I would have said, look, they got us today. Whether it's a rivalry or not, they had our number. Obviously, there's some bad blood. We'll see him again when we yep. see him. Because they got to go. go back. They're going back to Memphis. Yes. But to go, I'm just tired of, that makes us feel, like if we want to say, they just come out and say, hey, we don't know if we're going to win another one, but we got our four. Can I we tell you a we story, got our four. Alan, from long ago? Mm-hmm. 1984, the 49ers, fabulous, fabulous team. One of the best teams in pro football history. And they, they played the Dolphins in the Super Bowl that year. And the Super Bowl was just down the road, uh, Stanford Stadium. So during the Super Bowl buildup, Ronnie Lott was, uh, you know, there on a media day. And one of the Dolphin receivers, I forget if it was uh, Clayton or Duper, Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, one of the Dolphin receivers said, the 49ers secondary, they are overrated. They're really not that good. So, you know, me being a genius reporter, I went up to Ronnie Lott. Hey, Ronnie, uh, Clayton and Duper say you guys are overrated. What do you think? And I'll never forget the look he gave me. He was like, you know what? They may be right. Yeah. They're really, boy, that's a great team. And we got our work cut out for us and all the touchdowns Marino threw. And, yeah, we got to be really careful. And then what happened? They played the game and the 49ers destroyed them. Right. I'll never forget that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the same idea. And I got, I got fried earlier this season when the Warriors got into it with the Suns. And Devin Booker... And Clay Thompson got into it. Clay got ejected immediately, right? And there was oh, a yeah. whole everybody was throwing up the fours. And look, I could have given it a little bit more grace because it was so soon after the championship. It was really early in the season. The Warriors are still, you know, they they had the the shortest off season because of it. Then they then they went overseas. So I got all that, but I still sat there and said, guys, this is a new season, and you're sitting there, and we got four, we got four, while you're losing. It's not that they're not good comebacks, right? Because I know a lot of fans would say, I mean, it's true. And everything Draymond said was also true. Timing is everything. And to me, it's just, look, walk back with the, your tail between your legs because you just got beat. You just got embarrassed and figure out how to do this versus, well, I mean, it's not a rivalry because we got four. It just, it just to me, Whitey, it just felt like a cop out. And you know what it felt like? I know you are, but what am I? When nobody has anything yeah. to say, when you get into it with somebody, I know you are, but what am I? And then he made it worse by adding this. Oh, uh, man, anybody can win in March. Anybody can win in March. What that mean? I have a hard time getting out of my bed in March. It's a game that March me. That's loser talk after you get your ass kicked. Yeah. That's really bad. Someone on the text line here, Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. Uh, thanks for watching on YouTube. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You radio hosts are such hypocrites. You say Draymond shouldn't have said anything, but yet you use what he said for content for the show. You should be thanking him instead of criticizing him. There's something to that, actually. Sure. You're right. At the same time, Draymond, what are you doing? You're making the team look bad. That's hey, what How about this, Whitey? Yeah. Thanks, Draymond. Thanks for the content. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Are we good now? Yes, we're good. Can we keep going now? Yes. Now, okay. please explain why it offends you so much. What, Dr what Draymond, like I said, nothing that he said wasn't true. It's just about the timing of it, and it's just about sometimes, and I get it. It's a rivalry, and I'm not even saying if I was in that specific situation, I would even do what I'm saying Draymond should have done. It just feels like when you say things like that in this specific situation, you're living in the past a little bit. And I know it's a very recent past, but you are in, in the middle of another season. And when 
you're still trying to figure out what's going on there. I mean, Draymond, this was just a couple day, a couple games ago where you gave up on a play. I mean, it's just not good right, right. now. And you put your team, I get it, there's back and forth. Dylan Brooks is, is who he is. And Dylan Brooks is never going to be, I don't think he's ever going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's ever going to be a not guy in that's... Basketball, not anyway. in basketball. Not in basketball. Maybe for trash talking. Maybe. And... and, and and that's all fine and good. Draymond, if you if you are saying you are a champion, I get all that. But we are talking about what happened in this game. And it's just so obvious to me that it's a rivalry. And maybe Draymond just wasn't in the mood to, to give them that satisfaction. But we all know it is. You spent, you talk about content, right? We're talking about Draymond. Well, Draymond, he used Dylan Brooks for content on his podcast. Yes. But it's not a rivalry. Yeah. The whole we're above the fray thing is wearing a little thin this year. You know, ah, it's a game in March. Who cares? When you got your asses kicked last night like they did by Memphis, a team that you know they wanted to beat. And obviously Memphis brought a lot of juice to that game. And the Warriors got shoved around. They were out hustled. They looked confused. So when that happens to you, just, ah, we don't really care. It just rings false. And it actually makes things look worse. Yeah. Rather than, you know what? I don't have anything to say about that. They won tonight. We'll see them again when we see them again. Draymond. Anybody can win a game in March. Yeah, anybody besides the Warriors on the road. Yep. Anybody besides the Warriors on the road or can February win a game. For that or matter. February for that matter. Yeah. It's so, just, yeah. Look, there's still time because of the West is just a complete mess. The, the, the Midwest or the mid-mess, whatever you want to call it. So there's still time. But at some point, it's just not going to get any easier. And now you got to come back home. you got to go up against the Bucks and then the Suns. Oh, Even man. without Durant, I don't think it's a walk in the park. I know they I play much so. better at home, but the more you lose these games, like to me, losing to the Grizzlies, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of members of Dub Nation have sold a little, their stock a little too low on the Grizzlies. I know there's a lot going on. There's actually another report out on John ja Morant. We're trying to confirm that right now from, from last fall, I believe we might get into that as well. I understand why everyone feels like the Grizzlies are the Warriors' little brother. But at the same time, let's think about it like this. Were you really surprised that the Warriors lost? Maybe the way that they lost. My point is that the Grizzlies are a good team. This all stems for this all stems from the Lakers. All right, maybe you should have had that one. The Grizzlies, okay, they're really good at home. They only have, what, five losses at home. That Thunder game, to me, is still bugging me. The Thunder game is still bugging me. You cannot, I mean... Going 0-3 is awful when you have them on the schedule. And you know I love schedule watching. 1-2. I didn't know that, but okay. I I love it. 1-2 against the Lakers, who AD had a really good game. They're, you know... The Warriors can struggle in L.A. sometimes, and then you lose to the Grizzlies, who can be really good at home. Their backs are up against the wall. I get it. But you're, you're losing to the Thunder. It's just tough, man. Yeah, the, the Warriors sleepwalk through the first six minutes, and then they go on a run, and you look up. It's like, wow, they're only down 10 because they get so far behind, right? Yeah. And they knock down some threes like, wow, here they go. Oh, they're losing by eight now. And then they can never uh, get even and, and maintain a lead. Tell you why the Warriors are right now. What they're like is old milk. Uh, that's coming up next year. Alan Styles, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, and we are sponsored by Bob's Discount Furniture. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Do you want to win two tickets to the Warriors-Spurs game? That's March 31st. All you have to do is download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com and you see the way it works here. The longer you listen, the more chances you have to win. You get one entry for every hour you listen. Every hour you listen is another chance to win up to eight entries per day. So download that Odyssey app now. What are you waiting for? Tickets courtesy of the Warriors. And as always, go to warriors.com for your tickets now. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles with you the day after the Memphis Grizzlies spanked the dubs, but good 131 to 110. And as we went to break, Alan, we were talking about the Warriors digging these big holes and then not being able to climb out of them. And Steve Kerr talked last night about the problems of overcoming these early deficits. Yeah, turnovers and, and some fouls, too. I think they shot 16 free throws in the first half. A lot of those came, um, you know, in the second quarter. But the turnovers, you know, just in a rush, you know, trying trying to, too hard to make plays and instead of just getting organized and trusting each other, trusting the offense. I know that they missed Kuminga last night, late scratch, and then you don't have Anthony Lamb. And I know, Anthony Lamb, what, what was so good about him? But they were just very short-handed. And to me right now... After, what? Very short-handed. Well, they were last night. You don't have Wiggins. Uh, you didn't... Lamb can play. You didn't have Kuminga. And you're out at GP2 right now. So you're... They're, you're yeah, they're short-handed. They are. So That's, were the Grizzlies. I know. I know. I'm just trying to say I understand... What's going on here? Before I say something All that right. may be viewed as rather critical. Okay. Yeah. Right. You ever? Do you enjoy cereal? I do. I, yeah. Okay. I do I go Cocoa Puffs, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Those are my top three in yeah. any order. Yeah. Cocoa Puffs, very good, very strong. I like Cocoa Krispies as well. Okay. You know how it is. Sometimes you pour the cereal, right, and mm -hmm. then you go to the fridge and you get the milk, and then uh oh, you realize I'm not sure how old the milk is. <laughs> And you check it, check the date. Eh, it's a little iffy. And then what do you do with the milk? You smell it. Yes. Right now, I think the Warriors, we're not sure what the expiration date is on this dynasty, whatever you want to call it. It's like, ah, because they were supposed to get freshened up by the young players. That mm -hmm. didn't work out. We all know that. So now after last night, I'm thinking, this is a team that I'm like, oh, I think this. May, you think it's we, bad? We already? may need to pour this out as far as as far as a championship team. I think we're past you the can't expiration. Pour it out yet. I'm to the point where I'm asking somebody else, my little sister or somebody. <laughs> you know, can you smell this? This smell bad to you? I'm yeah. asking multiple people. That's right. what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not saying get rid of everybody, but I mean the hopes of yeah, this team, boy, they can. Playoffs come, they make a run. Oh, it doesn't smell like it to me right now because that smelled bad. Now here's the thing. Most of the time, if you got to ask somebody else, it's bad. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Most of the time, if you got to ask somebody else, it, it's a, just confirmation. And me personally, if someone else goes, and then they make a face and they go, I think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, no, it's not. No, no. You know what? It's not. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but the play last night where Clay, and we all know the Clay, we all saw it, where Clay didn't want to bend down, pick up the ball. It's going out of bounds. I'd rather let it go out of bounds. Bad. Brooks picks it up, scores. It's like, you can't let that happen. Uh, how many times <laughs> uh, did we see uh, Desmond Bain like get the ball and then realizes, Jordan Poole's guarding me. Well, see you later. And just take it right to the basket. You're talking about, you're talking about smelling... Food, Whitey, talking about smelling milk. Yeah. You know what Desmond Bain smelled last night with Jordan Poole? Barbecue chicken. Yeah. Barbecue chicken. And he did the same thing 
Ty Jerome. Yes, he did. It was just because if we're going to get on Jordan Poole, I mean, Ty Jerome, nope, the help didn't come. There was one. It it just, there was, he needed help. That was number one. He got beat. Then no help came. It was a layup line at one point. A layup line. And if you missed the three, they were undersized. Why do you, everybody that's been. Has listened to me knows I I play basketball YMCA and Barcadero. Yeah, there are people. Know. There are people. A sizzle. A sizzle all day. There are players in my YMCA chat right now that are taller than members of the starting lineup for the NBA defending champion Golden State Warriors. Okay. It's ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, to your point about Ty Jerome, totally agree. Wasn't it? Was it Reggie Miller doing the game? And he said, "Come on, you got to make a better effort than that." Yeah. Uh, as far as the size, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But you tell me, why does that matter when last year they weren't very big? They, you know, they had Wiseman, but he didn't play all year, and they won a championship. Bielitsa's big, and they had an auto portal. But why, why should it matter if they won last year without a big? Why is it such a big deal this year? Because, and I believe, you know, somebody else had said this as well. The past is the past. You got to look forward, right? You cannot. Say, well, this worked last year. I mean, Whitey, if, if we lived like that, we'd still all have flip phones. And I love the Razor. I got in trouble at Dale South because I'm texting on the Razor on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I sure do like the iPhone. Yeah. You got to look hey, forward. this is a sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> it took right? too long. It took, right? Well, it took too long to type that out on the T9, <laughs> so I wouldn't bother with that. <laughs> wouldn't bother with that. Did you hear Steve Kerr said after the game, he said... Uh, and we may have it here. Let's see if he mentions it here. He started uh, four guards last night. Coach, how'd that work out? Uh, you know, we've we've gotten off to bad starts, six, seven straight games. So we were looking for a little daylight, you know, early in the game. You know, Memphis is a, a good defensive team. So we wanted to spread them out and uh, hopefully get some good shots early. We didn't do that. We, we, we were impatient early and we took some really tough, quick shots. I didn't think we got organized well enough. So I think in, in hindsight, probably we got a little too cute with that, but you know we are where we are. We're, we're searching a little bit on the road and took a took a gamble with that, and it, it didn't pay off. I, mean, I appreciate that. That's the coach basically saying, "Yeah, I tried this and it didn't work, and I shouldn't have." But they were too cute last night. If you're gonna play like that, where you're smaller and you're you're scrambling on defense and trying some different looks defensively, which we didn't see a lot of last night, but if you're gonna if you're gonna try to win that way, you got to be very scrappy. The way DiVincenzo plays. He went great last night, but he plays hard. You can't be too cute. You can't be, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get the ball. You have no chance if that's the way you're going to play when when you're a smallish team. When they were coming back from a timeout or a commercial and they did the, you know, the mic'd up for the huddles, right, during the timeout, you had Steve Kerr and you could hear him saying, guys, the whole point of this is to spread them out. So... That is that to me said a lot about this plan because I am curious what was said beforehand and what they because they don't have a lot of time to plan this stuff out. And who knows when they decided that they were going to go super small because it's, it, it almost sounded like, guys, you not remember what we talked about. That's what it sounded like. Mm. So I don't know if it was it, clearly it was an experiment gone wrong. But when I heard that in the mic'd up and he's saying, guys, the whole point of this is to spread them out. Steve, what did you talk? Did you guys talk before the game? What was the game plan? I guess just run the same offense, but clearly they were not all on the same page. Nope. 888-957-9570. Coach talked again about we're disconnected, and it's getting to the point where it's really alarming how disconnected they are. Brian on the text line says, hey, milk is good for up to a week after its expiration. Look it up. I guess that's good news from the uh, 415. I quit on the game because of that clay play. He should have at least protected the ball with his body on that play. And that's the thing. It's Clay Thompson. You know he knows that. Mm -hmm. So how does that happen? Yeah. It's mind-boggling. That is the scary part with this, with having the vets, as we've talked about before. How do do you get through to somebody when... They all they all know. Everybody in the room knows that that is not acceptable. Yeah. So how do you how do you remind? You don't have to remind them. So what right. do you say? It's not yeah. as if it's not the Houston Rockets. Hey, you know Jalen Green or whoever. You, you shouldn't do stuff like that. These guys have been through the fire. They know. So Steve Kerr is just looking at them. What are we doing, guys? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Yeah. Here's a play last night. Tim Roy uh, with the call on ninety five seven the game, and he's. Funny because or it's interesting because he he mentions how upset Steve Kerr appeared to be. Jerry Jackson Jr. off the screen gets a layup out of the side, out of bounds. Steve Kerr is so mad right now. 
Let's call a timeout. You got to beat him to that side and stay between him and the ball. 59-53. That's inexcusable. Timeout. Yeah. How many times? How is this happening? We all know it. Tim Roy knows it. Jim Barnett knows it. The players that are doing it know it. Yeah. And it's still happening. 888-957-9570. Gene the Machine in Oakland, 95-7 the game. What's up, Gene? Good to talk with you. Yeah, same here. Thanks for taking my call. So, uh, I think that smell that you're detecting is uh, is dis- dysfunction of the team. Um, you know, sure, they got problems with height and age and all that, but I don't know. I'm just feeling as though, you know, starting from the beginning of the season where because of that incident, there was really a double standard set between the, uh, you know, the vets and the young, you know, the young guys. Um, you know, and all the mistakes, frankly. Steve Kerr is a future Hall of Fame coach, but he's he's having a bad year, maybe maybe the worst of, of the entire team because, uh, you know, he's he's not really handled the young people well. He's he's, he's constantly, you know, uh, experimenting with rotations. He just there just seems to be so much confusion and chaos, and I'm I'm afraid he's he's actually losing the locker room because they're not they don't seem to be learning anything. They don't seem to be listening to him. So, I mean, I'm not ready to give up on this team as far as maybe winning another championship, but uh, they got to figure this out. they gotta, they got to deal with this dysfunction and bring this team together somehow, and I don't know how they're going to do it. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate that. You know I'm a big uh, Kerr fan, but you go back to, gosh, was it 2017 or so, you know, and he, they'd, he'd coached them through you know, 73 wins and championships, and do you remember this, Alan? He actually at one point said, "You know what? I let them choose the lineups because they're they're not they're not even listening to me." Mm. This was years ago. He yeah. said that. Obviously, a motivational ploy, but it does look like now, like whatever he's telling them, either it's not getting through, or they're just not physically capable of executing the things he wants them to execute. It yeah. is alarming. It, it is alarming, and very similar to that. I saw a lot of things on, you know, just Dub Nation social media saying, all right, it's time to have a players only meeting. I don't know where you're at with the players only meetings. Do we actually have any proof that players only meetings work? I don't know. I know that they happen. And I know that sometimes, hey, we feel better about this. You know who just had a players only? And I know it's completely different. You know who had a players only Mm. meeting? Who? The Grizzlies did, led by did Stephen they? Oh, Adams. That's right, they the did. The night yeah. that John ja Morant went out and the rest is is history. And I know that the Warriors are not the Grizzlies. I just I don't know if a players meeting helps because we're so far in the season. Whitey, it's hard for me to believe that they haven't already had one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my question. Do you need to have another? I, I have no clue. By the way, you know what the key to a successful players-only meeting is? What Going is it? To baseball. Uh, Boach, I think, was and probably still is a master of this. You and and actually, well, it's a team meeting because a player's only meeting. The manager doesn't call, but when he would call a team meeting, they'd do it before a game that you know you're almost certainly going to win. <laughs> like mm. you're playing, you're, you're having a rough stretch, and then you're playing somebody that's down, and you know maybe they they have a starter that you're like, we know we can destroy this guy. That's when you have the team meeting. Players only meeting is a little different, but that's one of the keys to a successful team meeting because like, hey. We got to turn this thing around, but you got to make sure that you're doing it right before a game that you're probably going to win. Right. Coach is really good well, at that. Well, you got the yeah. Bucks in the Sun, so you might want to table that. Yeah, I think you're right. So remember early in the season when they spoke with Clay? There was a conversation with Clay about some of the shots he was taking. I think it was after the Phoenix game that, that you already would that, cited. Would that count? Was that a, a players-only meeting, or was that a Clay-specific thing? Yeah, it sounds like it was. I don't know. Sounds like it was maybe a players only meeting. That's a great question. We have to we have to look into that. I think part of the problem now would be who would call it, and I mean everybody would be pointing at everybody, mm-hmm. right? Right now, yeah. Besides that was kind of like an intervention, like, hey, Clay, this is how we all feel. If you had right. one now, it'd be like everybody. No, it's his fault. Jerry, what do we do? We don't know what we're doing. You don't know what you're. No, you don't know what you're doing. All right, you know, look out, and it could actually get. Uh, turn into a physical altercation, which would not be well beneficial. Well, yes, and that's because there is a track record that yeah, Dylan Brooks exactly. and By the way, Dylan Brooks, he got at Draymond last night, and he said, well, I'm not out here uh, assaulting my own team. Look, if, 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 the, if the low blows are going to go, they're going to go, and there was nothing that anybody could do. There's nothing anybody could say not to, we already discussed, you know, the Draymond piece of it. Oh, we're just getting started but on I, all of it. But I do think 
going back to your point and to give the counter on that because it's everybody, it could get chippy. But if there's any team, and I know there was a Draymond situation, but you have three guys on that team that had the longest tenures on the same team in Steph, Clay, and Draymond. If they can't have a successful team meeting that by, by themselves, then nobody should anymore because I think this is a good opportunity because everybody has some culpability to say, you, we all have to be better. So we, we got to figure this thing out. So it's less about pointing fingers at one another or, hey, it's a Clay thing or it's a whoever thing. Draymond last game, he had his issue. Yeah. Clay this game, he had that issue. Jordan Poole just is allergic to playing defense. Everybody has a piece of this terrible tasting pie. So maybe it could work. I don't know. I would like to know if Draymond did address the team at all. I know we talked to Coach Kirk a couple days ago about the play two nights ago, two games ago, where Draymond gave up. Um, and Coach Kerr said he knows he can't do that, and we spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Did he address the team? I mean, because he should, right? If you're a team leader and you give up on the team, that has to be acknowledged. Like, you know what? Everybody, I know we stink right now, but what I did can't happen. Yeah. That's on me. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, until a guy like that does that, how could you even have a team meeting? If your team leader's not going to acknowledge that, yes, I gave up on us on a play. That Bucks, the Bucks game, that has to be, that's, that has to be the ABC national, right? Yes. So I think it is a good, I know what Bochi said, but you don't have an opportunity for that. I think this is a good, a good situation to say, look, I know we're not trying to get embarrassed at home. Hmm. On national television against a team that if we do get our act together, we could face in the finals. Who so, calls it, Alan? I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I, I understand. It's an interesting idea. Who calls it? What do they say? It would be Steph, I think. Because if you remember last year, remember he kicked the chair and they had a, the winning streak after he kicked the chair. So when Steph gets upset, they go on runs. I think it would have to be Steph because he's the only one that has the least culpability because he hasn't been playing. So he comes back, and now they're 0-3 with his return. Look, Seth hasn't been perfect either. But I do think it would have to be Seth. I just think Draymond... Draymond is that guy, and I know because I'm a talker. Draymond talks too much. So when when you hear from Draymond, it's easy to drown out everything because he never stops talking. But somebody like Steph, who doesn't talk all the time, and look, I'm sitting, you know, Steph four turnovers. So everybody has something to say or has a piece of this. But I would say it would it would have to be, and we know Draymond's the emotional leader. No, it's got to come from the actual, the real deal leader, and that's Steph Curry. Yeah, when you give up on your team, there's that's definitely a lack of a leading, emotional or otherwise. 888-957-9570. RJ and Napa joins us. RJ, what is the reason for the Warriors' struggles of late? Okay, so it's two things, guys. Thanks for taking the call. The first thing is uh, they're just getting old. I think the the play in particular with Clay, um, that was just a business decision, you know, not to get on the floor and get the ball. I mean, that's another tweak on the knee, another tweak on the Achilles, and he figured the ball was going out of bounds, so why worry about it? Um, The second thing, which is kind of the bigger issue, I'm sorry, but I've been saying this for about a year and a half, and uh, sounds like people are starting to agree with me, but I've never seen a player uh, praised more for doing less than Jordan Poole and the double standard that the Warriors let him get away with uh, versus, um, you know, shipping a guy like James Wiseman out of town. The rap on James Wiseman was, well, he can score, but he can't do a lot else other than that. Okay, what do you think Jordan Poole's doing? And I think the veterans see that, and uh, it creates a real divide. So, uh, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, RJ, and good luck. It sounded like the giant boulder from Indiana Jones was like rolling towards him or something there towards the end yeah. of the hall. Yeah, I hope. Stay safe. But yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> uh, Jordan Poole, I think, has a lot to do with some of these issues. I'm not saying it's his fault, but he seems to be the fulcrum of a lot of the feelings of disconnectedness, if I may. From That's the, even a word. From the jump in Xfinity Mobile text line 415, is it possible Poole just had a fluke good year last year. I think Jordan Poole's being asked to do more than he's capable of doing on the Warriors. Uh, you know, he's asked to step in and be Steph when Steph's not there and provide instant offense. And I think he's very inconsistent and I think he's still developing. But the fact that he doesn't play defense, you're right. I mean, he's a terrible defender. Um, and so he's not a good fit for the way they play, in my opinion. 
I, he's got a lot of talent. He can score. He, go, he Last night, his numbers were pretty decent. But as I said a couple days ago, I don't think Jordan Poole's a good fit for the way the Warriors want to play. So does that mean, well, we got to move them? Does that mean they're going to change the way they play? they got some big questions they're going to have to address in the offseason. Yeah, and you pay— Unless they win it all. Unless they win it all. And you paid a guy who, when the team is at full strength, he plays the worst. That, to me, is logistically a problem, right? If you're getting more value, more ROI for all you techies out there and sales guys, if you are getting a better ROI when your best player is out from another guy that you just paid, that's not a great business model. You need somebody that's going to give you at least a similar ROI regardless of the situation. And Jordan Poole is just wildly different. And last season, I had more grace for him. And I do get that he's being asked to do a lot of different things. But this, se- but I'm looking towards the future. This season, I have no clue what's going to happen. But just assuming, oh, well, okay, well, Steph's back. So it's going to take Jordan Poole seven games to figure it out. That's a problem. <laughs> and it's also a problem because either way, during those seven games, when he's trash on offense, he's still trash on defense. That's an issue. So I know they're going to take a look at that because there are some guys. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's an apples to oranges comparison, but I mean, or, or if it's closer than what people think. But I look at a Desmond Bain, and I think last year, and Desmond Bain had a great season last year. He's a really good but, player. But I do think that there would be some conversations last year. It would be more of an argument, well, who would you want on your squad? Jordan Poole or Desmond Bain? Ah, I don't know, Jordan Poole and that upside, he can do this, he can do that. This year, I don't even think it's a question. I don't think it's a question no. that you would rather have Desmond Bain. I don't think it's a question. So that's not great because we are paying you to go up, not the plateau. I don't know why they paid him when they, yeah. They felt they needed to pay him. They thought they were going to save money. We want to keep him. We pay him now. If he's on the open market, we can match it, but someone's going to pay him more. I know uh, Joe Lacob addressed that and said, we we really, we, we, we had good reason to think someone else was going to pay him a lot of money. I would not have paid him. They did, and now uh, they've got what appears to be as much of a problem as a solution to their problems. I, I think that they, and we spoke about this a little bit on Wednesday, I do believe, I, I wasn't mad at them paying him. But I, but it was a gamble, and as as of right now, the gamble isn't really paying off. That that's just what it is. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Robert joins us from Texas. Robert, what's going on in the great state of Texas today? Uh, it, it's good. It's good out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Uh huh. What's um, up? What I was gonna, what I was gonna say is basically, the Wiseman trade was not was not a good idea due to the numbers that he is putting up right now. Those are not bust numbers. And also Draymond's passing, it's it's getting to him. His age is getting to him. It's inaccurate. He's not good passer at all. All of these factors, the the stuff that's playing in the morale after Wiseman was traded, just it's not helping out. All right, thanks for the call. I know Alan wanted to get to Wiseman eventually, didn't you? I did not. I did not. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. We will glance at that as we look at two questions the Warriors have to answer. Two two questions they've got to address right now. Coming up next here, Alan Stiles, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason. Uh, here's what's coming up. Well, that's what's coming up, actually. And it is presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
95.7 The Game. You know, we're streaming live on YouTube. Head to youtube.com slash 957thegame. Watch us live. See what's going on inside the studio. Thanks to whoever it was on the uh, text line that commented on my San Diego sales t-shirt. Old uh, ABA t-shirt, Alan. Like and subscribe for all 95.7 The Game content on YouTube. Do you like my t-shirt? I like it. Yeah? I like it. It's way, 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 way back when. You know, Eric Musselman? Mm-hmm. His dad, I think, coached this team. Really? I think so. Because he is Arkansas? Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was Warriors. He was Kings. He was uh, Nevada, Reno, working some miracles there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, check us out on the YouTube. It's Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles today. And, of course, Monday, uh, we'll have Mark Willard, Dan Dibley will be moving into the slot. That's right. That's yeah. right. Good for them. Well, Whitey, if you're going to shout out your shirt on the text line, uh-huh. then I'm going to sh- shout out my shirt on the YouTube chat, Please. which is uh, a goofy movie. I don't know if you ever saw uh-huh. Uh-huh. a goofy movie. That's right. One of my favorite movies growing up. Eye to eye. <laughs> Outstanding soundtrack. Don't get it twisted. So thank you on the YouTube chat for shouting me out as well. Did you just challenge me to a t-shirt off? Pretty much. On the text line? I, I was going to let it. I was just going to let it scroll away. But if, yeah. you know, you're going to shout yourself out. I don't think I have. Well, someone mentioned it. Someone did mention it on the text line. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we appreciate uh, your being with us today. 888-957-9570. I think the Warriors, who got embarrassed last night, I think there's two things right now you got to look at if you're the Warriors. One is, all right, what do we do now? How do we fix this now? And I think the powers that be, Alan, wouldn't you agree that they're already looking at this and going, um, you know, hopefully this works out, but we got to think about what we're going to do in the offseason. Yeah, and you don't even know who your GM's going to be. Because you're still dealing with that situation with Bob Myers. So there's a lot of question marks for the Warriors. And to me, that makes this season have even more pressure. And we've had so many conversations about the last dance this and the last dance that. Unfortunately, Whitey, sometimes you don't get the Disney movie ending. You don't. And Mm -hmm. I have no clue if the Warriors are going to get that ending. I have no clue when it's going to end. But... Still doesn't seem like Bob Myers is coming back. I, I think people are starting to believe that he's not. You'd have, have to think by now that they would have something done. You would think. You would think. Because you don't want to go into the summer. you got to start thinking about these things. You have the Draymond situation who people forget. Draymond asked for the max, right? He still has that opt-in. But he also asked for the max. Has Draymond played enough or played well enough to garner attention from another team that would give him the max? I don't know. Maybe. I think everybody will always give it a look. I think because, yeah. yeah. Excuse me for interrupting. I think more likely, you know, he's got 27.5 he could get here. He could opt into that. Or he can get a multi-year, more money than that over multi-years from somebody else, theoretically. I don't think anyone's going to give him the max. I can maybe. But maybe somebody, uh, I don't even want to say a team name because who knows. But, you know, he's got some friends around the league. Maybe somebody says, look, we'll give you X amount, which is more than you'd get there for one year. We'll spread it over three years. And maybe he'd say, yeah, because I want out of there. So that type of thing could happen. The first thing everybody always says is he's going to L.A. with LeBron. Doesn't LeBron typically, I mean, I know LeBron's getting older, so maybe he wouldn't want to do a lot of the hybrid point guard stuff, but doesn't LeBron need shooters? Yep. Would he really, I mean, I guess if you're playing with, you know, when LeBron's not on the floor, but I don't know how much LeBron, and maybe I'm underselling Draymond here, but just when I think of LeBron leading the point, and I guess having Draymond, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I agree with you 100%. It's a great point, especially given the way the Lakers of late. And I know everything in the West right now is so up and down. But, you know, they seem to be trending upward right now. The group that they went out and got, um, it's working. I mean, that's a pretty good team right now. It is. And, and look, national- I don't look at that team and say, wow, if they had Draymond, boy, he'd make the difference. No, you have guys that are Draymond by committee. And how much of... Draymond is Draymond the same Draymond from 2014, 2015, 2016? No, nobody's nobody's the same person. Of course, you have national media now who's just thirsting for the Lakers to be good, right? And thirsting for the Lakers to be relevant. They're saying 
Lakers are the sleeper pick in the playoffs once LeBron gets back. I don't know about all that, Mm -hmm. but I do think that they look pretty darn good in this new version of them. Yeah, so as you probably know, you look at the West right now, you got in the sixth slot, the Warriors at 34 and 33, half a game out of fifth, but then Minnesota actually has the same record, and they're technically seventh with the tiebreakers, but they have the same record. Dallas is eighth. They have the same record. The Lakers are ninth at 32 and 34. They've won two in a row, and then the Pelicans are tenth at thirty-two and thirty-four. And you're again, the Warriors are thirty-four and thirty-three. So you're on the edge of that abyss that is the play-in, which you desperately want to avoid. But I also think, looking big picture, which the players of Steve Kerr can't afford to look at right now, but you're also potentially on the edge of some cataclysmic changes going forward next year. If Bob yeah. Myers is gone, I mean, to me, that's like, whoa, that's a big domino. I wouldn't say that the quote-unquote last dance has started if you lose Bob Myers, because I just look at it from the players, but it would be the first piece of it. And again, we have no clue. Now, if Draymond's not going to be on the team or whatever, and Clay, I know they got to deal with Clay's situation, or would you move, move things around? It's a tough time, and it's... I continue to say I'm just really glad that the Warriors got this done last season because you never know what's going to happen. You really don't. Mm -hmm. You really don't. It's that simple. Yeah, I think I may have mentioned this to you before, but I think in the future, people will look back on last year and say, wow, what an incredible championship for the Warriors. Not like, oh, that was just another one of their four titles. It'd be like, whoa, how did they do that? It would be, how did they pull that off? It's getting to that point. It's Mm -hmm. It's not there yet, but it is... It's getting to their point a little bit. So if Joe Lacob came to you, which he very well may, Alan, mm-hmm. say, you know, Alan, I listen to you all the time. You know what you're talking about. How do we turn this around now? What do we need to do now? Given what we can do, the parameters here of what's available to us, how do we turn this thing around now, Alan? I want you to talk to Steve. I want you to talk to the team and get this headed in the right direction. What do you do? Man. Well... I think, first of all, you have to you have who you have now. So I think you just got to get back to your roots. I feel that at this point, Dante DiVincenzo has to take that Andrew Wiggins spot in the starting lineup. And you just go Looney, the normal guys, and you go Dante DiVincenzo and just ride it from there. Besides that, Whitey, I don't have very much for you. Yeah, I know we, it's hard to and I know Steiny spoke a little bit about it. We have no information on the. Andrew Wiggins thing. Still no speculation here. That's just not our place to do. But I think it would be at least nice to know if we should just... At this point, I'm just assuming he's done. Yeah. To be completely honest with you. I hope not. But yeah, I I'd said back in November that they were going to have to add somebody to have a shot at a championship. They were going to have to add somebody, something. And they really haven't. So to that point, you have to have Wiggins back, I think, to have a shot. And it's not a good shot right now. You have to get Wiggins back. And I'm not saying he should join them right now. I don't have any idea what he's dealing with. But just from a basketball standpoint, to have a shot, you need him back. And you need GP2 to come back and have an impact similar to what he had last year. I don't even know if that's medically feasible. To the Wiggins point, I know today Kevin Harlan, when he was on with Steiny and JD, he said his understanding is that it looks like it's sooner rather than later with Wiggins. But I don't know... How solid that is. Well, and Anthony Slater was on the morning roast and he said this is this conversation is about getting him back in the facility for basketball, you know, activities. activities. Yeah. It's not as if he's been working out on the side. So this is this is going to be a slow burn, unfortunately. And every time we talk, all I do is just think about the loss against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because these are the I types know, of games. You're a hard time without I really am because these are the types of games where you gotta you, you know now you're looking at, you're staring at the Bucks, you're staring at the Suns. It's not going to get, they don't have very many layups left. And they, they've been smoking the layups anyway, so it doesn't matter. But it's, it's only going to get tougher if you're staring the plan in the face. Then you have to start thinking about what went wrong and how did we get here. I just look at the fact that Detroit, 15 and 52, and they swept the series from you. Detroit. That's done That's now, bad. obviously. Now, one was the last-second three-pointer by but, Sadiq Bay. Yeah, but still. But still, you shouldn't even be in that point. situation. Yeah, and then when you were there in October, I think it was the day before Halloween, Detroit ran him out of the gym. Yeah. So games like that that lead me to believe 
yeah, if you get those two guys, if they're back and they're, they're playing uh, well, maybe, but it's probably not going to be this year. It's not that realistic. Yeah. And that's the last time. I know it was a shorter offseason for the Warriors, but that is the last time. And we sat here at the beginning of the season and everybody has their takes, whether you are a, a listener and shout out to our our listeners mm-hmm. or if you're a host, everybody has their takes on it's early or the Warriors got to get going. If whether it's Bonte or whoever it is, I don't ever want to hear anybody or I'm, you can say it, but I'm not going to listen to you. I don't ever want to hear anybody say it's early again. Because we did that for the first two weeks, three weeks, a month, and the next thing you know, it was the all-star break. Mm. So the whole, it's early, they have time, they have time. You have time until you don't. I don't know. And the Warriors ran out of time very quickly this season. Alan, Draymond says it's still, in a way, kind of early. Oh, man, anybody can win in March. Anybody can win in March. What that mean? I have a hard time getting out of my bed in March. What's the game in March me? What's a game in March mean? What's a game in March mean? Apparently not much, because you couldn't get up for it after you talked all that trash on the pod. Uh-huh. And it's not, you know, it's a team game. But ultimately, it's not about the podcast. It's about the fact that Draymond, you had five turnovers. You had 16 points, but you had five turnovers. Steph, four turnovers. Jordan Poole, four turnovers. You can just bake these in. That's a lot of turnovers. When How many was turnovers it? did they end up with last night? Was it in the... They had just came back. They had just made a run, and there was a stint. Was it in the? It was either at the end of the second or in the third when they had what was it? Four turnovers I think in a row. It was row. a third, but I'm not certain. They didn't get up a shot yeah. for four straight possessions. That is CYO status, mm-hmm. and not the team that you're afraid of. Yeah, right? I went to St. Francis and Conquer. I was worried about Good Shepherd, right? St. <laughs> Ignatius. No, that was that was not even that. No, you're mighty. right. When you don't even get an attempt at That's the bad. goal. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 